four or five minutes, and we'll divide up and pray uh, the way we have a couple of times here before. <clears throat> Paul says, uh, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness nor handling the Word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them that believe not, which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves are your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may uh, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we are uh, which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death worketh in us, but life in you. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken, we also believe, and therefore speak, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus, and shall present us with you, for all things are for your sakes." that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God, for which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inner man is renewed day by day. What a thought. What a thought. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Verse number 17, Paul speaks of this. You've got to understand where Paul's coming from. Paul's been beaten. He's been shipwrecked. He's been stoned. And he makes this statement. For our light affliction. <laughs> wow, what an understatement. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, meaning only just in this life, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. I'll tell you this, no matter how bad things got in Paul's life, when he thought of what lay ahead of him in eternity, he said it's but light affliction. It's, it's just light affliction. It's not that bad. I want us to look one at one verse here, if you don't mind, uh, in verse number seven, and I want to—I just want to bring this thought to bear, and then we'll divide up into praying tonight. But we have this treasure, the treasure of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, is what he's speaking of here. The treasure of having the privilege to preach this gospel and to share it with others, to be a light to others where the darkness is. He speaks of this treasure that we have in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. When I read this verse, I'm reminded of a preacher I heard one time that was preaching on Gideon 
and his men. And uh, he said it was interesting to note that God had Gideon uh, give each man a torch, and they were to light the torch. And they were to take a pitcher, and they were to put it over top, a pot that had been made and molded out of clay, an earthen vessel. And as long as that earthen vessel was uh, still intact, the light was hidden. But he said, when the earthen vessel was broken, the light poured forth. And I think of that statement every time I come to Second Corinthians 4 and I read this. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. When we were in Sunday school as kids, we used to sing, Hide it under a bushel. No. I'm going to let it shine. Can I tell you this? We need some adults to start singing that song. We need some folks to say, I want God to break this earthen vessel so that His light can shine through. Because we have a great treasure. The treasure of the glory of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's seen, he says in verse number six, that the knowledge of the glory, that the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. How do we let people know about this wonderful gospel and this glory of God? We tell them about Jesus. He's the face of that glory. And this is that great, great treasure that we have in us. We've been praying now for several weeks and months for God to stir our hearts, uh, for revival to come, for God's power to rest upon us. And we've talked a little bit and we've heard some things from Brother Paulie that have been, I don't know about y'all, but have been a great help to me and I hope to you too. But one of the things I have learned so much in the last several months as we've been praying and working towards this thing of God filling us with His power and sending revival to stir us is that there requires a brokenness of our, of our hearts. There requires a brokenness of our will. A contriteness of spirit where we say, Lord, I, I can't do it. I, I'm not going to be so arrogant and prideful as to say I've got it all together. But to cry out to God and say, God, I must have you. I've got to have you day by day. Every single morning. Morning by morning. I, and I already closed my Bible. Let me get back to it. But I love verse number 16. If you can take a moment to look there, I wasn't going to bring this one out, but I will. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 16. For the which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inner man is renewed day by day. Boy, what a thought. What a thought. Every single day. We used to sing the song years ago. Every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. And, you know, if we're not careful, sometimes we'll sing these songs and, you know, we know, we know there are Christian songs. We're supposed to sing them. And, but if we understand the truth of Second Corinthians 4, we understand fully what it is to be renewed in the inner man day by day. When we talk about being filled with the Spirit, walking in the Spirit, having our hearts stirred, being sensitive to the Spirit, we're talking about this earthen vessel being broken and to have our spirits renewed in the inner man day by day by the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to encourage us in this. As we pray for revival, as we pray for God to do something special in our hearts and in our lives, we've spent a great deal of time here tonight just sharing blessings and burdens one with another. I think there's times in our church that that is so needful. And I'll tell you, I don't know about you all, but I about was ready to give a, an invitation at the end of the time we just gave our prayer request.
the wonderful thought tonight. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. And God knows how to renew inside of us day by day. And that's what we ought to seek for. That's what we ought to hunger and thirst for. That's what we ought to get on our faces before God every morning when we get up and say, Lord, I've got to have you today. I can't get, I can't get along without you. I, I need to be renewed again. I need to have that freshness in my heart and in my soul. And I'll tell you, it, it'll do a world of good. It'll help us to be like that Jeremiah chapter 17 fellow. You know, the one that was planted by the waters and spread it out as roots. It'll help us to not see when the heat cometh. But we'll look to God and we'll say, boy, what a great God we have. And we'll go through the day and we will see the opportunities that we need to see. We'll have the wonderful boldness that God gives us when He renews us in the inner man day by day to be able to speak and to do the things that we ought to do to share the gospel. This hidden treasure that's inside of us. And we need to pray, Lord, break me. Break me. I'm an earthen vessel. Take my will and make it yours. And uh, I think God can do some great things. A couple of ladies that were prayer warriors came to D.L. Moody one day and said the world has yet to see what a man wholly yielded to God can do. D.L. Moody took that challenge and he said, by the grace of God, I'll be that man. And I'll tell you, I mean, just you hear of the revivals of D.L. Moody and how God used him in such an amazing way. But you know, as as great uh, uh, as God used and empowered D.L. Moody, can I tell you, it wasn't D.L. Moody that did that. God did it. Through a man who was yielded completely, or as completely as he could, but I'll stand here over a hundred years later and tell you tonight that as great of the yieldedness as D.L. Moody had, the world has yet to see what a man or a woman fully yielded to Him can do. And if we're going to pray for God's power, if we're going to pray for God's spirit of revival, God's uh, leading of the Holy Spirit, I believe it begins with us praying, Lord, break me. Take my will and make it yours. Help me to have a heart that is not my own, but a heart that seeks after you. And, uh, you know, the Bible talks about so often in the Old Testament how God was angry and God punished even the stiff-necked people. The people who had their own will, their own way. And I believe that even in God's church, in, in the church house, in the membership of, it, of what makes up the church, I believe there's the, the absolute possibility of us being stiff-necked sometimes. And we may not even realize the areas we're stiff-necked in. But to come to God daily and say, Lord, I need to be broken. That Your glory can shine through. I love, I love in the similitudes in Matthew chapter 5 when Jesus is speaking in the Sermon on the Mount. He says this, that men may see Your good works and glorify Your Father. You know what most, or a lot of, I don't want to say most, what a lot of Christians today do? They want men to see their good works and glorify them. And we need to live in such a way that we say, Lord, I don't want that. I, don't, I want You to, whatever pride there is, whatever willful will there is in me, I want You to break it. Break it. That Your light can shine through. And I want to challenge You in that. 
let's go ahead and divide up. It's already 8 o'clock, and so whenever you're done praying, you can uh, go ahead and be dismissed. And if the ladies uh, want to stay up here or go downstairs, either one is fine. And uh, the men, if you want to pray together, that's fine. Or if you want to spread out around the room and pray individually, that's also fine as well.